Hello, everyone, and welcome back to this is It's Not the Worst Movie Ever, week number six. It is July 26, 2020. Um, yep. I am Sterling Hammer, and my co-host... Lee Paddock? <laughs> yes, it's a question. Is it Lee Paddock? Sometimes I don't know. Or is it Lee Claddock? No. I'll stop. <laughs> All right, everyone, just as a new thing we're going to be saying at the beginning of this podcast, spoiler alert for anyone who wants to listen to this podcast, know that we don't uh, regard spoilers. We just, we're going to talk about the movie. Yep. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. And then that's all you get. But this week we watched, well, I'm going to pass it over to our, my co-host Lee Paddock, who will now introduce the movie we watched, which you all know, hopefully if you listened to last week and you all did, right? Us in the future listening to this. Um, But okay, here we go. Leap at it. Not after that. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, here you go. All right. Well, hi, everyone. Well, this week, I I picked a recent film from 2019, which is why we're sort of putting a a definite sort of spoiler alert warning on this one. This is the most modern movie we've watched. Not modern, but like... um, Definitely the most recent. Most recent. I just realized uh, that. the end of 2019. It's Uncut Gems. Um, It's the story of Howard Ratner, a uh, jeweler in New York City's Diamond District, uh, mostly sort of uh, Jewish-run area. Um, And this sort of deals with the the chaos of this man's life. Um... And uh, he he buys a one million dollar uh, Ethiopian gem uh, in order to sort of help out with uh, the debt, many many debts. Well, he thinks it's one million. He thinks yes, um, but we'll get into that. <laughs> <laughs> um, but he buys this extremely expensive and just uh, just absolutely just fabulous looking gem. Um, where, you know, people think that it's, like, good luck, and there's this superstitious, supernatural quality to it, almost. You see the universe. Yes. And, uh, he buys it so he can help out with, uh, his many debts, and, uh, as they're all being sort of called in, but, uh, the man is, a is a gambling addict, so, <laughs> uh, the man just keeps making high-stakes bets and, uh, is taken, and just takes many risks throughout this crazy, exhilarating story. Uh, yeah, his whole life's a risk. I mean, he his has whole affairs. Life, and yes. Well, and we'll get into that uh, later on. But uh, as I said, the film came out scolded. in 2019. It was directed by uh, the Safdie brothers, Benny and Josh, um, who are really interesting uh, up-and-coming filmmakers. I saw their previous film, before this, called Good Time, which starred Robert Pattinson. You know, they, they seem to have this thing where they're like, they have lead actors that sort of aren't known for the, the type of movie that they, they make, which are these sort of really Probably gritty, what they like. Yeah. They're, they're, they like going against type, which I always like. I always like seeing actors you don't yeah. normally see in movies I do don't. stuff like this. It's not my thing, really. I understand that. Um, <laughs> but I abs- yeah, but they're, uh, they're sort of really interesting up and coming filmmakers. Uh, they've done a lot of, in- a lot of interesting work, a lot of short films, 
Uh, they made a documentary. They actually made a short film with Adam Sandler, uh, right? Or, and then they released it right around the same time as the the movie. I think it was about like two like street performers who like hate each other or something, <laughs> and uh, one of them was played by Adam Sandler, and uh, one of the directors who was also in Good Time. Uh, I think it was uh, Benny Safdie. Um, but yeah, they're uh, they're film they're. Filmmakers that I'm kind of keeping an eye on, and I'm really uh, enjoying you hear that? their work. Safi Brothers, Lee Pack's got his eye on you guys. <laughs> They're not disappoint. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, they're, they're great. I really enjoy their work. Uh, and the film, of course, stars Adam Sandler as Howard Ratner. Um, stars Adina Menzel as his uh Wife, maybe soon to be ex-wife, uh, Julia Fox as his uh, his girlfriend, who also works in his jewelry store and has a chaotic uh, affair with her. Yeah. Um, Eric Bogosian plays his like cousin, who's uh, like s- mixed up in some sort of underworld. Yeah, you can't tell if he's like the crime boss or. Yeah, yeah. Maybe he was. Giving them money, I mean, something. He, yeah, we'll we'll talk about that. Um, and it stars Kevin Garnett, the famous basketball player. Yep. Uh, in his first acting role. Yeah, uh, this movie's based in 2012. Yes. Um, Weirdly, which is very interesting. Um, this movie has a lot of uh, non like actors in this movie, like The Weekend. Yeah. Although he doesn't really factor into it that much. Yeah, he just plays The Weekend. Um, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of, like, real-life figures that pop up in this film. It's very interesting. I think they wanted to show it, like, he has this chaotic life, and it's just, when you're that chaotic, you kind of attract these bigger-than-life names. They're in, like, the upper crust of New York. Yeah. So, yeah, you'd think, it's very cosmic. He's gonna rub shoulders, and he's a jeweler. Exactly, yeah, so he's rubbing, he's meeting a whole, a lot of, uh, high-profile That's a crazy business and industry in itself. Yeah, which is a very interesting subject to make a movie out of. Um, so, I guess uh, I'll ask you, since uh, this is your first time watching it, Sterling, what did you think about this film? Well, I didn't like it. But, yeah, I, know you I mean, when you're going to regard it as a movie, I mean, it's great acting. I, I liked parts of it. I just, I don't know. I don't really like movies about assholes and <laughs> their story yeah. and then i'm not really a big i'm not really a big uh east coast crime boss mafia no yeah i'm not into not those either. i don't like i don't watch the godfather that departed I, I don't i don't know i'm not into that motif of just like nothing's gonna good nothing good is gonna happen in this movie it's just gonna well, be gritty and real like. And I get it, but it's just not what I go to for entertainment. Um, well, I, and like, yeah. I just, I just, it just was a little weird. Like, I just, I had a very big gripe with the music <laughs> because the music just didn't match. It's like this movie, like that has, it feels like The Departed, and it ends like The Departed, and like a little bit. And, and but then it has Wait, this, music, this music, like it's like, like an acid depart- trip. Oh. You're talking about like the tone, the tone of the movie, the music is like is the Departed. 
Yeah. But the music, you don't think that matches. No, the music matches like the uh, guy dying in Tokyo oh, in the bathroom. The, into the void? Yeah. Like, I, I, I just, it was so weird. It'd be just like this random scene. All of a sudden, like this Japanese trance would just start. And he's just like standing there with his big Adam Sandler grin with his big fake teeth. <laughs> and he's just kind of... To quote, I, to quote his wife, like, he's the stupidest looking man <laughs> in the world. Yeah, she, uh, well, anyways, I, I really like the music in this film. This is, uh. I don't like it. I just don't think it matched the movie. Sometimes I kind of like that about certain films, um, especially movies like this, where it's like a very sort of grim thriller film Ugh. but the the score is very sort of like poppy and you know it's very heavy on the synthesizers that's why I like you know I don't because I don't like that anxious feeling that it creates that's the whole point of if the I'm film if I'm watching an anxious movie I like action I like I mean just because well I don't think like one like that like one genre should have a monopoly it's on so chaos. how you should feel this movie was just so chaos, and I'm just, I just, I, it, I don't like it. It makes well, me like panic. I just don't like. Well, yeah, the situ- you're not alone in that feeling. That's what this movie kind of made a lot of people feel. Yeah. I mean, I didn't honestly. I didn't feel like I was like on the edge of my seat every minute, because honestly, I think this movie sort of gets exhausting after a while you yeah, sort of it's get long. it sort of drains every you. yeah every scene is like oh my god like yeah every scene he's constantly f- fucking up <laughs> yeah someone's asking him for money every bet. scene someone's asking him for money he's asking someone for money or something someone's fucking him someone's he's putting money down on a on a basketball game uh pawning off kevin carnett's fucking championship ring he's got Wow, you're very uh, sleepy. sleepy. But he's got uh, his kids asking him questions like, "Who's the girl?" Uh, his uh, his daughter hating him, obviously, because and th- his wife. <laughs> yeah, well, because the daughter knows what's going on, probably because she's the oldest, and then yeah. and he's, he's got, never around. He's got the yeah, he's never around because he's just like this big tooth douchebag, and he's constantly just shucking and jiving. You know, he's he's kind of a con man, it seems. Um, yeah, he p- paid those Ethiopian uh, miners $100,000 for what he thinks he's going to make a million dollars off of. Yeah, and he gets called out on that. <laughs> yeah, until he then provokes his uh, <laughs> Garnett's ego. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, this movie is all about greed. and uh, I, I like that scene because like that because Garnett tries to call him out. On that, like, oh, you, you, you're just a slime ball doing this thing. <laughs> like, how much money make you're gonna make this? And he's like, hey man, when you go on that court, do you care about the other team's feelings? Like, or do you like, care about the West Coast? Like, no, you got there to win. Like, yeah, he's exactly. like, this is my ball game. This is my field. This is like, how this I is play. How the I game. win. Yeah, this is how I win. This is how I play the game. Yeah, like, it's a great line. Don't question how yeah. I do this. Like, yeah, don't. We're all just player of the game, and like. They made hip- their money, and yeah. it's gonna go crazy in Ethiopia. Let's not be hypocritical. Don't think that. Here. Yeah, don't think they're like they're fucking crying over there. Yeah, exactly. It's everyone's in it for the money. Everyone wants their own fortune and wants to make their own way in life. The unobtainium or unobtainium. 
<laughs> yeah, the, there's definitely some symbolism going on with the with the gem. The opal. The opal. The black yeah. opal. You know, especially when Kevin Gar- Garnett um, looks inside of it. You see, he sees like he sees his past like life his and his legacy and, and, his... and pictures of like slaves and. Then stuff he has like his best that. game ever. Yeah. And he mm-hmm. got. He gets obsessed. Adam Sandler could have won like six hundred thousand dollars. Yeah, if they uh, his cousin didn't and fucked it up, or I think it might be like his brother-in-law or his brother-in-law or so. Yeah, his brother-in-law. There's if he hadn't fucking fucked it up, yeah, canceled the bet. Idiot. Um. Yeah. Uh. So, speaking of like sort of like the, the East Coast like nature of this movie, and sort of the high stakes nature of it all, uh, this film was produced. By Martin Scorsese, who's one of my favorite filmmakers. Um, Sterling's kind of looking at me like, who's that? Um, he's the guy who directed... I recognize the name, but yeah, I don't he, know. He's directed... Uh, well, you've seen Wolf of Wall Street, The Departed. Yeah, okay, um, so yeah. He, you know, uh, he's directed Goodfellas, uh, Casino, which is a movie you said that you've seen part of and hey. you had nightmares about. We'll watch the whole thing one no, day. I won't. <laughs> yeah, um, but yeah, he's one of my. He may be my favorite director. He's the basically his movies all could be. Oh, and then he got shot in the face. No, that's not all. It's like a movies. third of his movies end with the guy getting shot in the face. No, he's actually has a very. Uh, he has a wide variety of different types of movies. But Every movie you just named, he's most basically yes. the same. He's made a lot of like gangster movies and really East Coast movies. He just made. <laughs> He just directed a gangster movie recently, the The Irishman, which was a movie that I really liked. We'll watch that one day. Uh, it's it's a, four hours long. No, it's a good movie. Um, Dog shit. <laughs> if your movie's three hours long and it's not the Avengers, you can go eat my butt. Wow. Um, I want to see a bunch of old Italian men well, talking to see, each other. This is the difference we have in <laughs> our taste in film. I have good uh, taste. I <laughs> got him. Baller. Whoop, 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 whoop. The imaginary audience <laughs> is cheering for him inside yes. his head. Future Sterling, high five. Jam. That's sad. Um, But yeah. yeah you are oh. sad. You didn't even high five your future self because you don't even like yourself. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> kidding. I don't. Two are okay. <laughs> Way to go. Turn the podcast he, off. He's just derailing <laughs> my whole thing. That it's all a distraction, on. so we don't have to talk about this movie. <laughs> <laughs> he really didn't like it. Mm. Um, but yeah, um, Martin Scorsese. You could definitely tell, like this is inflected by a lot of those type of movies. This has almost the same tone and pacing of like the last thirty minutes of Goodfellas, where everything's just going. Oh, haywire for the main character. His, his life is just absolute chaos. He's making mistakes. Everyone wants to fucking get him. Um, yeah, I like the, this type of movie. I like this type of story. And the um, only person on his side was Julia. Exactly. But, you know, she ends up kind of getting away. And she might have a good life for herself. Yeah, just to let everyone know, this movie ends with Adam Sandler getting shot, shot in, the in the face. His brother-in-law gets shot in the dome. I yeah. mean, there's a question of, like, did Adam Sandler die? Because he gets shot in the face. And if you get shot right here, it could have just went bloop, bloop right out. No, he's dead. Well, that's your dead. hope. All right, here we'll differ. I'll differ with you right here. I think he lives. <laughs> All right, fine. Because he's just laying there. 
I don't think there's anything ambiguous about anything. Because it because they show the brother-in-law. They have brother-in-law has a forehead shot. Okay. Dead. He's dead and he goes he you staggers. You still get shot under the eye and die. Of course you can. But I'm saying it landed in his cheek. When you think about it, what's it going to hit when it goes into your cheek right here? What's it going to hit? There's no brain right. Your brain's up here. It, I think I it think hit he his kind of got shot underneath the eye. I think it was a little higher than that. I don't know. I, I think, think he's dead. And we went know. inside the bullet hole and we saw like okay. the universe like it was because like, we're, we're all gems in reality. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. At the end Nerd. of nerd, <laughs> whatever. I'll whatever. I got my interpretation. I think he's alive. So fuck you. Well, that's a good. And thing you can hear sirens this. in the background. Those people are about to get arrested. Well, yeah, that one I think is definitely because there's cameras and yeah, those two goombas. Yeah, the Phil's the real. Or the other guy, the the guy who shoots him is like probably the real crime boss because they're always they keep calling him boss. Uh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, but then he was following like Aaron's orders in the beginning or something. Arnold, his name is Arnold. I think Arnold brought money in. Yeah, I think he and that guy was kind of like the muscle. Of he it, had and then some kinda, sort of connections. Yeah, because then because then, then he tried things. to run for it and he just gets domed. Yeah, it was kind of just silly. Because at silly. that point, like he was like, oh shit, he got he won this bet. We'll yeah, actually get some of this money, but then that other guy, he's like, "Well, he fucking locked me in this." I'm hallway. mad. Boom. Yeah. I'm gonna steal all his jewelry and not think about the fact that there's cameras and. Yeah, because he thinks it's 1980. Yeah, he thinks it's 1980. He's holding people out of windows and shit. It's like, dude, you don't yeah. exist anymore. There's why you have three goombas and they all look right. fucking fat as fuck. <laughs> well, you know. And fucking any other, like, dude who knows of, MMA could beat the shit out of yeah, him. Yeah, this sort of takes place, you know, way after, like, the mafia was completely dismantled. Yeah, this is, like, some small-time loan shark guy. Yeah, definitely. There is almost, there really, like, almost is no mafia Not anymore. New York. That's why he has a pistol that's from, like, the <laughs> 1980s. Uh, yeah. But, you know, even though this movie... You know, it's really sort of gritty and very dark and grimy and, you know, kind of, you know, just sort of miserable. I think uh, this movie has a really vibrant sort of color palette. Did you notice that? Like the lighting, like in certain shots, especially like the scene yeah. with, the, with the weekend. Yeah, it's very beautifully shot. Yeah, I love the visuals. Like everything in this about film. This is a that, pretty everything that movie. makes a movie a movie or a film a film, it's really good at. It's got the great acting, it's got good casting, it's got good lighting, it's got a unique kind of like story a bit because it's just taking all these twists and turns, but then it's following yeah. a formula. Even the people who aren't bit. really actors are good in it because, right, because well the way directed. they make it so that it's like, oh, you don't have to act, it's like, just be yourself. Exactly. He's, yeah. he's, he's Garnett in the movie. He's yes, just, you can be he's very the weekend good at in the movie. yourself. Yeah. He's just... Yeah, and there's also a couple, it's, and it's so 2012. Like, and I really think they did the 2012 thing because I think they kind of wanted the 2012 yeah. like ask feel because the country was in a different kind of feeling then. And I think, yeah. they, and I think they wanted Maybe. Garnett because it kind of just played with the name. I think they liked his name. I think that's like a director Wait. thing. What Garnett's do you mean? like a, a gem. Garnett. A Garnett. Oh, oh, right. Yeah. Um, oh, okay. I, I really, okay. I think the directors kind of like that a lot. I didn't know that. Well, um, very good. Skyrim. Um, <laughs> I might be saying it wrong, but I, I know it's a gem. Um, yeah, I didn't know but that. But yeah, and I also just, it's just a hunch, but I think they really didn't want to have to deal any political things. 2012, Trump doesn't exist in this world. 
Right, yeah. Him being president isn't even a thought. <laughs> yeah, it's 2012. This movie is, because it's based in New York, they're like, we don't want to have to, like, be, get in trouble. Like, you guys didn't reference the political situation going on in the, the world right now, and we hate I your movie. I don't know if that was the case. I don't know. I but... think it is, because I think just everything is so tainted now by just, you have to hate Trump. In your thing, if it's based now, imagine having a movie based right now in Washington D.C. and it didn't reference Trump at all. Well, I mean, unless it was a completely retarded yes, comedy, the climate is completely different, or an now. action movie where they're just we are protecting you, Morgan Freeman. Like it's got, they're <laughs> gonna have to mention Trump in some capacity, in some way, I guess. And I just think it was a small little dodge, and because who really cares? Because it really shouldn't have mattered, mattered if it was set in 2020. Yeah, well, I mean, the movie was. Made in 2018. Whatever. 2012 is such a random time to set a movie. It is. It is very strange. It's not like setting it in the 80s or like 1997. Well, the very beginning of it, the stuff in Ethiopia with the the guy with the broken exposed bone. No, it was 2010. 2010? Yeah, it said 2010. Ethiopia, 2010. Then why did he say it took him like a year and a half to get it? A year and a half. 2010? That might oh like my late, bad! Yeah, I'm thinking it's like 2020. late 2010, and then okay, that makes sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I think it's like sort of early 2012. Yeah, it took him a time. I mean, because they, I think that guy broke his leg on purpose. Yeah, so one. those guys could go in and yeah, it was get all it a ploy. Him. Yeah, it was all. Yeah, I mean, it's part of the whole operation he had going. He's yeah, he's kind of. You break your leg, it costs you 100 bucks to set it, and you're just fucking whatever. Exactly. Look horrible. Yeah, you're gonna get a hundred thousand dollars split. Split, yeah. <laughs> but in Ethiopia, that's gonna handle you well. Hundred thousand American able to live, actually. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, Ethiopia. Um, yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler's character is—he's uh, not the likable, goofy uh, dad that he is in all of his other movies, which uh, is definitely a change of pace for Sterling. No, yeah. Uh, My Adam Sandler is. Mr. Deeds, Happy Gilmore, you know, traditional. I even like his new stuff. Fucking, uh, that's my boy. Ugh. Uh, that's not exactly new. That came out in 2012, I think. Jesus. That same time? Oh, no. Why do I think this movie came this out? This movie doesn't, didn't come I out. Know, I know, I know, I <laughs> know. I got it. I'm retarded. Yes. But yeah, I like, I like goofy ass, dumb, dumb. Adam Sandler, grown Adam ups Sandler. and all that shit. Yeah. You don't like Jack and Jill. No. We watched that's too that. far. That's just That's just that movie was just like what one is One of the, the worst things ever. What is happening? Why am I watching this? <laughs> it's one of the worst fucking movies ever made. Bar none. Rude. It's so amazing that, you know, Adam Sandler would be in something like that. And then star in something. Well, like because this, Adam Sandler went which through is a, a clear pres- Because Adam project. Sandler went through a period where he had a huge. He was just doing Sony movie after Sony movie. Yeah. And they Fuck and they Sony. were just pumping out. They were just vacations. That it became a fucking literal joke. Like Adam Sandler would take him and his friends on a vacation to like Africa. Yeah. They'd film some fart movie, fart it out. For, they'd film it for like a hundred million dollars because it would cost that much money to hire <laughs> all of them and film it there. For a movie that should have cost thirty-five million dollars, and then it would make five hundred million dollars because it's Adam Sandler. For a minute, he was his movies were making fucking huge, and then around twenty fifteen, those movies sputtered the fuck out. Oh yeah, because people with, were like, tired um, of them. Pixels, 
and yeah. his, and his rom coms weren't that, making money. That in one movie. movie he did with Drew Barrymore, yeah, they went to Africa. That one wasn't, yeah, because they because they were like, oh, Fifty First Dates was and that popular. Was, yeah, that was the one. Fifty First Dates is a good movie, a, a good de- romance it's movie, a decent movie. Yeah, fuck you. Um, all I said was a decent yeah, film. It's man, not all I'm saying is fuck I you. I like. All I'm saying is fuck you. <laughs> okay. Well, I was, all kidding. I was going to say was like I don't hate all of Adam Sandler's comedies. Oh, he does. Some of them are movies that I actually oh, really enjoy. Like, of course. What? What are you? That. Stop muttering. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I like Happy Gilmore. I think m- a lot of people like Happy Gilmore. Of course. That movie's just that movie's just funny. That just hits the funny bone. Perfect. Nineties. That was his like his heyday. Adam Sandler. <laughs> but yeah, as I was saying, I think. He did all those because you get addicted to kind of the money and they're oh, easy. Yeah. Sure. For sure. And he had sure. done a bunch. He was really popular in the late night or like busy in the late 90s and popular in the late 90s, early 2000s. Mm-hmm. I think he wanted to take a break for a while. And then like yeah. w- once those movies dried up, I think he was bored. So then he started doing stand up again. And his stand up yeah. tour was actually really popular. He w- and, yeah. And he had any. And, he- and once again, he had all. He's those- one I- of those singer comedians. Yeah. But he, the thing is, I I watched that tour or watched not watched it, but um, watched that as it went along. Yeah, he had Kevin James on featuring for him, opening for him. Rob yeah. Schneider, uh, Chris his, Rock yeah, would come sometimes. Yeah, like the biggest names would come and open up for him, and even some like smaller like names that we well, know. Yeah, his SNL friends. Yeah, I mean like, it's Adam Sandler. He was um, on SNL. Yeah, during like its peak, and then yeah. now I think I, then I think. Then he wanted to get back into serious movies because because he does the deal with Netflix, right? And then he farts <laughs> out a couple movies for them. People God, shit on the it, and then I think six. I think Netflix <sighs> because it was funny. He he they didn't they made a deal with him like for four movies or something. Mm-hmm. Each one of those movies were dog shit. It's awful. And then all of a sudden, like they signed another deal with him for more movies because people watch. Yeah, them. because those were all really popular. But I think he was like, all right. I did all your dog shit ones. I want to do some actual movies that aren't going to make people like add to my filmography. Right. Just more dog shit. <laughs> He's like, I think he wanted some award. Some rec- Honestly, though, I, w- I think he wanted some award recognition. Yeah, he Maybe wanted a little bit. A, yeah, I think because a lot of comedic actors feel like snubbed. Yeah, and because they're never respected. This as much. is definitely evidence that he com- comedic. Well, yeah, comedic actors can be probably the best at drama as well, because they have that. That anger inside them, you know, a lot of the time. Or yeah, if they sad, can just be sadness. Yeah, if they can just get you know, the like experience. Robin was like the the prime example. Yeah, if they can get the experience of becoming good actors because I don't think became, being a comedian on like automatically makes you a good actor. No, but no, if they no, can no, become no, no, a good no. actor and like harness it through experience, then yeah, they have the emotion and usually the traumatic past that makes a good actor. That they can use, you know, to feel for, the yeah, the feel roles the emotions. But uh, yeah, you know Adam Sandler, I think, is absolutely brilliant in this film. Um, I don't think there's a single scene without him. I think he's in this whole movie. Uh, well, no, re- in the end, when he's uh, when his <laughs> when girl he, is he with shot. getting the, m- <laughs> well, no, that, but no, when he in the end when he gets uh, the girl's getting the money w- was watching the game with that well, creepy I mean, dude. But it kept like cutting back. To I him. guess. Um, no, yeah, because the movie the movie is him. It's yeah. This is there's a, no side character. This is the type of movie. There's I like. no side movies role going that on. are centered around a character. Yeah, there's no side char- plot. Yeah, a character story basically. You know, it's like uh, either it'll take place during like the span of like one day or just you know 
going through this this character sort of chaotic experience, um, which is what this whole film is, and like all of his relationships that he has with his family, with his girl, his side girlfriend, with all these people that he he works with the the black guy from Get Out, yeah, um, Demani, the one who gets the picture taken of him, he's like, get out of there, yeah, yeah. The one who's selling him fake watches. Yeah, right. and the one who brings in rappers and stuff to buy his yeah, shit. Yeah, the guy who brings in, like, fake... Well, and people like Kevin Garnett, too. Cause yeah. Brought in Kevin Garnett. Basically, rich black people. Um, I really liked him. I thought he was really great in the movie, Yeah, too. he was. He's a really good actor. He's in a lot of stuff recently. He's an up-and-comer. Another guy to look out for. Garnett? No. Oh. The, the guy, the Dimani... No. That guy. You're not even paying He's attention. He's a terrible actor. You're so sleepy right now. That's not even true. We're talking about two people. Everybody, listen to this. The podcast is over. Well, I'm going to do a solo <laughs> podcast. It's called It's Not the Worst Lee Ever. <laughs> <laughs> and more people will listen to it than yeah, this one. Yeah, five people. All right. Well, yeah. I mean, Adam's, Adam Sandler is just fucking great in this movie. And, you know, a lot of people were... It was weird. Everybody was really surprised. When he did this, and I was like, no, like, just go back and watch Punch Drunk Love, which I think that's like one of my, that's like one of my favorite Well, because movies he had, right he's there. done so much. I love that movie. He did so much shit for so long and for yeah, a minute. he did so much garbage. And uh, like, he had kind of like was coming back through his comedy tour, but people didn't realize that. It's been yeah. so long since he'd done a serious movie. Yeah, you know, and everybody was just like, oh, well, he's just going to coast off of doing a Netflix deal, and yeah. he's just going to continue to not put any effort into his films, and blah de blah de blah and then this just shows, like, when he wants to put effort into something, he definitely knocks it out of the park. Yeah. I think he's he's great. He's one of my, he's one of my favorite actors, weirdly enough. Of course. He is mine, too, but for different reasons, I Very guess. Very completely different. <laughs> which I is, like Which is kind of a cool comedy. thing about an actor. I like some of his comedy films, but overall, I like his dramatic output. Yeah, you're talking about, like, I mean, they're not getting much recognition for this movie. Yeah, this movie, I mean, it was, what I I wrote down, its budget was $19 million, and it made $50 million. Because this is definitely not a a foreign movie. This is an American movie. Americans would like this. Yeah, American this would be a hard East Coast, style. American Jews would like this. American East Coast people would like this. Mm-hmm. It's not even all Americans would like this. But then right. that's why you get someone like Adam Sandler, and then you try to get more people. I guess because I mean, uh, I think he's a producer on this movie. Because that's why, yeah, because that's why they had to probably have Netflix. Uh, um, what's yeah. it when they uh, when who's the people when a studio is the one that like gets the movie out. You mean the distributors? Yeah, Netflix distributed it in Europe. It was right. Yeah. In America, it was A twenty four the company, mm-hmm. and in, in because it, in, in Europe studio. it was only streaming, and then probably maybe in some like high end right. theaters. Probably this is uh, this is the most profitable movie for that studio. A24. Really? Yeah, they must like, be super small. They are. Yeah, they produce, but they also because it's not that crazy of a hit. I mean, I guess it's a. It's, they produced a lot of movies that that I like. That I it really like, like. I guess it like. Double and a half to its movie. Money. It's, bu- it's budget. Yeah, it did what uh, you know, what movies used to do in like the eighties. Yeah. This is definitely Double kind of it. a throw. This is definitely kind of a throwback. Yeah. Well, sort of low budget, more of a movie for uh, you know, it's a star like a vehicle. What they called called it a star vehicle. 
for Adam Sandler. Yeah, he is the movie. He is. He, his face is all over the poster. He's and the he, whole. He's like you said. He's in every single scene. He's in every. Yeah, pretty much. Every and he scene. influences every character in the movie. Mm-hmm. The whole like universe of this movie sort of revolves around him. And even like when you know he gets shot in the face, and we zoom into his gunshot wound, it's like the the universe unfolding, and you know it ends you know in like the stars, like the end credits, you know. It ends in like a star field. It's, it's trippy, man. Uncut Gems Two, he wakes up in the hospital. No, fine. That will never happen. Uncut Gems Two is a full rom com. <laughs> Drew Barrymore will be in it. No, that girl Julia, you bastard. Yeah, you just bring Drew Barrymore in. No, disgusting. Make, it's hey, Julia. You want the movie to make a hundred million dollars? We don't. A twenty four still making it, but they're trying to make a little rom com cash crab. <laughs> with Netflix, and it's Julian his love story of them escaping at first, and then making it with the money, and they live in like Cabo or like some like they live on like some like um, um, mm. Caribbean beach town for the rest of their lives. All right, all right. And this is how let's, it goes. Uh, let's pit, this is how it goes in let, my mind. Let's call up the heads of A twenty four and pitch it to and them. Netflix, and Netflix. Netflix will figure out how to make movies in this time. They're already making movies and shit. They're able to shoot in like New Zealand and shit where there is no bastard COVID. Bastards. Yeah. Well, let's see. Yes, everyone, let's, let's go. We got to go to Lee's treasure trove of notes. <laughs> My pages and pages of notes. Um, ooh. Uh one of the yeah, one of the most interesting things about this movie is that I think this is this is a this is kind of a belongs to like a genre of movies like like movies like Requiem for a Dream weirdly enough or Train Spotting again movies that uh, Sterling has no idea what I'm talking about but I think this is a movie that deals with addiction uh very heavily with addiction but it's not drug addiction it's uh it's gambling addiction um because you know, every at every opportunity, um, Adam Sandler could you know just save up his you know save his money, not put himself at risk, um, and yet he places all of these ridiculously loot you know, these ludicrous bets with all these ex- this exorbitant amount of money that would if he loses, he's he he's gonna get fucking murdered. You know, it's uh, it, it's. <laughs> it's it's just ridiculous. It just makes your your heart just pound. Yeah, the, the whole first time. thing he does when he gets Garnett's ring, he goes and pawns it, and then bets the money, and then loses it. <laughs> but this movie definitely shows like the dangers of gambling addiction. Yeah, just like in the way that like Requiem for the Dream, Requi- and, Requiem for a Dream is about and we kind of heroin addiction. And uh, the way we kind of we grow up, we we live in. Um, I'm not gonna tell you exactly where we live, people, but we live in the Coachella Valley. We live by, we've lived always around a bunch of casinos. I have my whole life. Oh yeah, because of the Indian casinos. There's a ton of like gambling ads everywhere, and there's mm-hmm. a ton of gambling recovering ads. There's a bunch of recovery centers around oh, here. Right. Yeah, I mean, and my family, Leah, um, is very uh, involved in the the casino world. Uh, my parents have worked in the casino business for. Many, many, many years. Your dad was the night manager for the Morongo, wasn't he? Night, That's a pretty or big a deal. Or a floor manager, yeah. Floor manager. Night That's floor a, manager. It's a pretty big deal. Uh, yeah. And uh, so this this and story- And your mom's always been a card girl? 
She's always been kind of a dealer, dealer stuff and like a that. Floor person. As I could well. totally see your mom doing it. Yeah. So she, they've seen people like this before. Yeah. Pe- people who just like just should just stop. Do you need help? My mom has <laughs> a lot of really like. My mom has a lot of bad gambling friends. Like, yeah, it's it's a serious addiction, and this movie deals with it in a very just in your face, uncut kind of way. <laughs> wait, guys, wait. Did you hear that? Did you hear what Lee just did there? I know, right? I uh, uncut. I, that was very uh, word. Pl- that was good Un- wordplay. Caught. I'm glad you liked it. <laughs> um, but yeah. Uh, I fu- I felt I felt like that was one of the most interesting aspects about this movie is that it it really is like a serious sort of addiction movie. Yeah, go to show like um, no matter how much he kept winning and he would win more every time, but then he would lose it all in just some fucked up way because yeah. there's no way gam- if you're winning in gambling then you're going to it's just going to be chaos. Mm-hmm. That world's so chaos. It's all yeah. It's like anything ad- addictive. Like if you're drinking every day your life's chaos. If you're doing heroin every day your life's chaos. Yeah. If you fucking eat Cheetos all day, your life is chaos in yeah. some sad, pathetic way. Yeah, it's just like in some way, you're there's everything is falling apart around you. I and all like, that matters is like, oh, let me just get the next. Is the next? Yeah, the next. Let me get bet. the next. Yeah, it's like, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna put points on this one. I'm gonna go even. Uh, I'm gonna bet even higher on this. He one. has the breakdown when like when like he's she's like, don't look. At oh, me. that's oh yeah, that's one of my don't favorite. Look at me. That's one of my favorite scenes. With she, the and just, it, it's kind of funny. Like she really loves him. She really did. Yeah. Like she's not using him at first. She almost think, cheated on him <laughs> with the weekend. She almost did, but like she was saying no the entire time, and like she yeah. had just done coke, so I think she had like a little second, like bad poor judgment. But yeah, she probably yeah, would have yeah. pushed him off eventually. Yes. Um. Mm-hmm. And then the like weekend, that guy's life was weekend, going so bad. The weekend like, was pretty pushy. He's on coke, and you're doing coke with the weekend in a bathroom. <laughs> I think he's expecting you. All to I'm happens. saying is hashtag me. This is 2012. Okay, it doesn't exist yet. Women didn't have rights yet. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, I'm just kidding. Oh my god, I didn't, they you have it now, be. and they had it then. I'm sorry. You better be fucking kidding. Um, but yeah, I like. I mean, it, it was unique that like, he, like she really, she did like. She wasn't a thought. Yeah, she wasn't like she didn't use them just for like. Just for his apartment or his money, like she, she kind of did a she, little bit, a little bit, but like she, she fought he was for definitely him. a sugar daddy. Yeah, of course, but like she, like he knows the relationship. Yeah, he it? knew he knew what was going on. What the fuck? But like still, like she loved him for that. Like you can love him for those reasons. And yeah, like, yeah. Who, she loved him for who he was. She loved him for his like chaotic douchebag self. He loved a her. Definitely. Yeah, because she was nice to him. The only person who was ever nice to him. No, he's even, he didn't really deserve being nice to. You cheating on your I mean, wife? Why would your ni- wife be nice to you when you're cheating on her all the time? Yeah, and I get gone that. And, and yes, he's a very flawed human being. Your daughter hates you because you're is, never. But there. again, that's the type of movie I like. The type of characters I'm interested in. What? Sleepy baby, everybody. Sorry, a little sleepy baby break. Very easily distracted. <laughs> <laughs> um, Rude. But yeah. Um, I like the. I really like the the Passover scene. Yeah, why? Why do you like this? I mean, I'm not saying it was bad or anything, but it's just such a like a whatever scene to me. It's just a scene that happens in the movie. I think it, it reveals. I like the when he's like smoking the cigar and he's talking about the big, the he's building up the auction. Like fuck you, Aaron. Like I got his name's Arnold. Arnold, whatever. Fuck. <laughs> Shot in the face. Fuck. <laughs> for sure dead. Adam Sandler might be alive, but you're for sure dead. <laughs> 
I just think that that scene, uh, it reveals a lot. I mean, it reveals that those two are family. Yeah. Um, which I thought was an interesting twist. And it's and it's not even like, dun, 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 you know. It's just like a, hey, guess what? They're related, <laughs> I think. Yeah. Or he's like the... He's an outsider in the family because he's not. Arnold yeah. wasn't Jewish; he was Christian or something, Catholic. The dad's like, it feels like we got to trade in the family. Yeah, yeah. Amidst this. He's more like Italian, probably like yeah, Catholic or something. Yeah, Roman Catholic. Yeah, because he celebrates Christmas and shit. <laughs> yeah. Um. He's like, Happy Holidays. He's like, God, oh, do you believe that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah, I think that scene just reveals a lot about the characters. I think I like the scene b- between him and his his wife. She's dressed up in her old uh, dress 80s. from uh, from high school, and, he and he's like he's trying to reconcile with her, and she's just like, and then she no. laughs in his face, and he's like, okay, I get it, you're a fucking. And bitch. she almost punches him. Yeah, and then he's just like, all right, I get it, you're a bitch. She's this like, I don't want to, I don't ever touch me ever again. Yeah. And then all of her, all their family comes in. Loud ass like, family coming. Ah! Mm-hmm. Ah. <laughs> uh, this movie is just chaos. It's just every it's, scene, even just the scene with his wife, it's just got to be chaos. It gets it gets exhausting, and yeah, this movie, this movie could be shorter. They could trim a lot. At least twenty minutes, film. maybe yeah, twenty-five like you minutes. Said, an hour and forty-five would probably be a good length for it. Yeah, it's two hours and fifteen minutes. It's like oh. Yeah, it's just uh, a lot of hallway scenes. A little bloated. Yeah, a lot of scenes of uh, walking. Yeah, a lot of like intense scenes of Adam Sandler walking in the camera. It's just him walking right to places him. the entire movie. Yeah, how many places? The movie think, was how many places can Adam Sandler be? I think that's a part of like their sort of documentary. He's just style. so chaotic. Like he's just going all these places, he's doing all these things. And I he's think, going to the pawn shop. He's going to the loan shark. He's going to the the gambler yeah. bet guy. He's going to I, his shop. He's going home. He's going to his apartment where he's <laughs> cheating. He's going to try to get his gem back and trace that shit down. He's trying to it's, fucking... Yeah, definitely. He's got them Goomba going, give me my money. And he's, fuck right. off, dude. <laughs> well, yeah, I think all, like, some of those, like, walking scenes, I think it's sort of... Uh, it's sort of emblematic of, like, the, the Safdie brothers sort of documentary kind of style. You know. Uh, I don't know. Because yeah, it's just, this movie sort of has a mixture of like sort of shot, you know, sort of documentary, like a documentary sort of feeling, um, and sort of like s- intense cinematic style, but also having a really sort of theatrical look to it and the the visuals, and having it be you know sort of uh, exuberant, yeah. you know, with the with the lighting. Um, this is the first movie that I think we've watched where it doesn't feel like a, like a stage play. I feel like the last two movies I picked. Oh, for you. Yes. 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 Yeah. Like Reservoir Dogs and Do the Right Thing, especially. This was like, it's still like a small budget movie, but it's still like. It felt like a movie. Yeah. It still felt like a movie. There's still like a bunch of different settings. There were a lot of flourishes. Yeah. There's a bunch of settings. There's big city shots. There's. Yeah. Lots of interesting sort of camera angles and Shit's going and on. blocking. Um, it was dynamic. But like Adam Sandler, he still has to have a little product placement, Blade. <laughs> oh, yeah. I didn't Blade, even know uh, that was a real company. Yeah. it's uh, For people who don't know, Blade is a helicopter Uber, basically. Yeah. 
I've I, heard comedians use it. I, Tom Segura and Joe Rogan use it all the time. I had, or did. I had no idea that that's what that was. Yeah, it's <laughs> kind of funny. And because it's totally product placement, because why else do the scene where it's the helicopter's landing and you see Blade for fucking 15 seconds? Like, but I guess I mean in the in the context of the movie, I feel like it was it was practical and for like maybe a second, but like literally you watch this helicopter land for 30 seconds and then it's just over. They don't like she gets out and she's like, all right, bye, and it's just peace. Scene's over. <laughs> it was to show the name Hel- Blade. All right. And then, like, she even went, like, they did the whole thing. He's like, I ordered you a blade. It'll be here in a minute. Then they show up, like, the helicopter. Like, look at how it works. <laughs> like, well, I mean, technically, wouldn't the. Still gotta get paid wouldn't for this be movie. The, wouldn't the, uh, the use of the NBA logo in this movie and the use of NBA footage, wouldn't that be no. product placement? No. They're a major company. NBA doesn't need the sponsorship for this movie. They're just, like, a set piece. Like, the NBA is, like,. It's like having the postal service mentioned in your movie. It's just a thing. Yeah, the NFL doesn't pay get paid to be in a movie. Like that's true. You might pay to use their logo or something. I'm not saying they didn't do, but like, Blade paid to be in the movie. Yeah. All right. I'll give you that one. NBA is not been like, can we be in your uncut gems? <laughs> your little, f- well, at that point, it was probably like five million dollar movie. Yeah. Like no. They were at. They got. They the NBA was asked permission. Can we use your logo? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Blade was yeah. like, can you use the thingy? They like, probably approached Kevin Garnett first. And they then... probably honestly like knew about Blade because they probably live in New York, or just and then they were just writing like, how would she get to the casino quick enough? Because it wouldn't make sense if she's able to drive in like fifteen helicopter. minutes. Helicopter, yeah, helicopter. But then like, what? It's modern era, twenty fucking Blade. <laughs> there we go. And then, then 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 someone in the movie goes like, hey, we could probably call Blade, and ask for a hundred thousand dollars, <laughs> like or some shit. <laughs> like, Boop, boop, that, boop. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, everybody. That product placement. That's the thing that Sterling really took away from this movie. It just, it's, it's just Adam Sandler's go-to a little bit. <laughs> you know, I mean, this movie's not just... He's a businessman. <laughs> he is. Because he produced this movie too, right? I believe he did, yes. He did everything. He's this he's one of the actors that's larger well, than life. That like, sort of a, when he works on something, it's he's going to be a part of it. There's sort of an interesting story is that uh, the Safdie bros wrote this movie like back in 2009. Um, yes, they've had this movie. Was it always set in 2012? Or <laughs> no, probably not. But I think once they dis- once they started getting into the process of making it it's probably I wonder if maybe that had a little bit to do it like when they like wrote it like because like maybe they just didn't want the level of technology and so, because it was 2012 like where it's big and it's like social media is becoming like everything yeah. but like I don't know whatever not the biggest I think thing they might have been writing it. it like around I think 2009 or and so and they just wanted that motif gonna, a little bit so they're like let's make it a little bit more modern 2012 but let's not be full modern no, 2020 no I don't think 2018 no, I don't think um, it was probably going to be set like in two thousand, like the end of two thousand nine, two thousand ten, when like around the time they wrote it, and then, uh, well, they shopped the script around to Adam Sandler. They always wanted Adam Sandler to be in this film, but when they gave the script to Adam Sandler's manager at the time, his manager just flat out rejected it. Didn't even show it to Adam Sandler. And they he's were not like, gonna do act- yeah, during that time. Yeah, and that yeah, that was around the point where he was doing like Pixels his his garbage and shit, uh. right before I think Jack and Jill, honestly. Uh. Um, and then so they were like, okay, well, I guess we can't get Adam Sandler and blah 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 blah. And then I think uh, 
they were making their other movie, Good Time, with Robert Pattinson. Uh, we'll watch that movie one day. It's a good film. You might even like it better than, than this one. Um, it's a shirt idea. We'll watch that movie one day. <laughs> um, and around, I think it was around 2015, 2016, they were uh, getting ready to make this movie, and the person who originally was going to be the star of this film was Jonah Hill. Uh, Jonah I don't Hill, like yeah. it. Like it less. You'd think you that you didn't. You Jonah Hill's think? too young. It doesn't no, match yeah. the motif. I think you're right. I think yeah, this is definitely somebody who needed to be a lot older. But yeah, yeah. because why would you have like a mistress? Like I don't know. It just ma- it makes it more said like he. This guy's been in the maybe block for a, a minute. Maybe it was a different character. Maybe they changed the character. Maybe the story's a little different or something. Maybe they they changed it. Um, yeah, who knows? for when they when they finally casted Jonah Hill at the time, and they're like, "Well, let's try to fit his his uh, age." But he dropped out due to scheduling conflicts and all that. And then they were finally able to get Adam Sandler, and uh, yeah, that's how he was able to do this film, sort of resurrect his career a little bit, or at least uh, heal Just it. Not resurrect his career, but get back like the cred, his street yeah, cred. Yeah, get back some of his credit. Like yeah, like uh, he can actually act. <laughs> yeah, like he didn't. He didn't. He wasn't suffering for money. He wasn't. <laughs> no, he'll he'll never. He's not. still well respected. Still has very popular movies, but he'll never not have money. <laughs> yeah, I mean he can just coast on fucking uh, his like big daddy money. <laughs> yeah, he all. can just do theaters for the rest of his life and sing and make enough money. Yeah. Yeah. Well, is there anything else uh, that you want to say? How long have we been talking about this thing? About oh, fifty minutes. Um, I don't know. I just, I get, like, just at the beginning of the movie, I understand it's not going to end happily. And I get it, like, oh, this guy really can't, he's probably going to win that million dollars and then just gamble it all the way more and stuff. It's just like, but, like, of course he's going to get shot in the face. It's just, Mm -hmm. it's so blatant. It would have been more interesting a little bit or more out of character if that guy had come out and not shot him in the face. (laughs) I get that, yeah. Or maybe right then the black guy comes and then shoots the fucking white guys in the face or some shit and you saves mean, Howard. Oh, you mean the... Or maybe that the guy who... Uh, you know what I actually would have liked better is like when that, the, he would open the door and this whole time we don't even know is that, you know, the guy who works for Howard cutting the gems and stuff right, and yeah. fixing the jewelry is hiding with a gun. Mm-hmm. And then right when that guy comes out and aims at his Howard's face, like, you motherfucker, you think I care about this money? And he get, does the bad guy spiel before I'm going to shoot you in the face. I got to tell you why I hate you and why I'm going to shoot you in the face, not just bam. <laughs> like, um, and then yeah, right as he's doing that, that guy comes out nowhere and boom and shoots him in the face. Like, And then then the, the, the fat guy gets like scrambled and like punched in the face or shot also or something. It would have been kind of more because, I don't know. That's the Hollywood ending. A better ending. <laughs> but... <laughs> Yeah, so that's my ending. All right, Lee. Um, so, what would your rating be for this movie? Well, one you out of ten. This is gonna be a new thing we're doing a little bit, everybody. No, it doesn't matter. We're not film critics or nothing. We're just doing a little like this is mostly like wh- how much we would recommend people to see it. All right. Well, I would say I guess rating one out. Of, I don't know out of ten. Jeez. Um, I don't know. Ratings are sort of arbitrary in a way, but All right, ruin it for me. <laughs> But if I had to, 
I would rate it like a probably like a seven out of ten. Um, it's 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 an extremely well made movie. I really I, I think I I think the word I would use would be I appre- I appreciate this movie more than I really like love it. Um, there's gonna be a lot of movies like this that we watch where I like I don't love the movie exactly. It's not you know it's not the worst movie. But you ever. really appreciate certain. But I things you know there's things it. that you know, there's aspects to it that are really you're a fil- interesting. You're a filmy or whatever. You're yeah, I'm film a nerd. film buff, film buff, cinephile, and I'm also just like interested in like human nature and psychology and all that. And a lot of the movies that I like deal with that sort of thing. And this movie deals with human nature and greed and addiction, um, decision you know dis- poor decision making. Um, and it's, it's a very tense movie. Uh, it's a very, uh, thrilling, uh, exciting movie. It can get exhausting, uh, at a certain point, but, uh, you know what? Uh, I would, I would recommend it to people, even if you would just watch it once. Um, I think this is one of the best movies of 2019. I think 2019 was a, was a great year for movies. We're going to talk about some more films. Uh, that I really liked from that year. Uh, this wasn't even my favorite. Uh, so yeah, seven out of ten. Uh, I like when Adam Sandler does drama. Yes. All right. So if you're looking for a fun movie, four out of ten easily. If you're looking for, if you're a cinephile, I agree with Lee. Seven out of ten. Personal rating, I'm gonna give this a six out of ten. Okay. It's it's definitely it's above average. If you like movies, if you want to see something more serious. Watch this. If you're looking for fun, don't watch this. <laughs> no, it's not exactly a, a fun movie. No. But I think it I think it's an entertaining movie. Yeah, yeah. I could I could see people liking it. I, I that's why I would give it a six out of ten. Like I just personally I'd give it a four out of ten, but that's just like how it made me feel. Right, yeah. You're not a fan but if of if I'm recommending it, I'd I'd recommend it more than not. Right, yeah. Maybe not to everybody, more than, but more than you can not. at least see the quality in these films. Yeah. Um. All right. So yeah, that's kind of the wrapping up the end of this podcast. Ooh. Everybody, week number six coming to an end. It's We're crazy. just chugging them out now, trying yeah. to get out there. Once again, I have not gotten us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, but I will. I'm just stinky. <laughs> all right, I'll get us on there. Um. Just uh, but to let you know, next week we're going back to a little happy land for me. Oh, God. Can't wait to watch the movie you're watching next week. I haven't watched it in years. I love it. Mm. It's called The Lucky One. Mm-hmm. It's a book uh, based off a book by Nicholas Sparks. That's all oh, I'm going to tell you. Oh, boy. Get ready for that next week. Love Lee will love it, I'm sure. Um, please leave a like, a comment, and please share it. Um. Try to get the word out. Uh, you can follow us on our Instagram at, at It's Not the Worst Movie Ever Pod. Um, you can also follow our TikTok at that same handle at TikTok on TikTok. It's not the worst movie ever. Pod. Pod. And um, you can follow uh, find us on It's Not the Worst Movie Ever um, dot Podbean dot com to yeah. listen to the podcast for right now. Um, we're trying to be more active on the Instagram. I bet if anyone's watching, you've noticed posting the, in the stories. We're posting mostly just f- move stuff, movie stuff, movie stuff, kind of just 
fun facts for movies that day. Um, fun facts. And yeah. Uh, the main page stuff will always deal with the movie that week. But yeah, we're just yeah, trying to make might, more active. We might like post some like personal stuff too, like pictures of like our DVD. Yeah, yeah, that's DVD all future stuff to come. You might you'll see some stuff. When we get more followers, uh-huh. yeah, and our TikTok is just related to the movie, movies and stuff. Um, but yes, and then shameless plug, please follow our Instagrams. You can find them tagged at our uh, the podcast Instagram. Mm. Uh, please follow. Uh, the underscore desert underscore star uh, on her Instagram and follow her that's, at the desert star two. That's on her, her dog, right? Yep, my dog. Uh, shameless plug, real shameless. Follow her on TikTok at the desert star two. It's blowing up over there. <laughs> Future me if it's banned, sadness. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, shameless plug is over, baby. Well, what about our Instagrams? Our I said that. Did you? I said you'll find our personal Instagrams on our podcast on Instagram. Everybody, I'm gonna teach Lee a lesson after this. But all right, everybody, have a good night, a good week, and a good night, and all that good shit. Hope to see you next time. Don't gamble all your money away. Will do.